Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are tonight, and welcome to another great night of Amity Warrior football. Jeff Clark coming to you live from Amity High School, Scoggin Field here. Nice and soggy out there as it has been raining for several days now. And uh, we've got intermittent showers tonight under the lights here in Amity, and so we'll see how that impacts this game between your Amity Warriors, ranked number two in the state, and the number four ranked Columbians of Rainier. Rainier, of course, the defending state champions last year, knocking off Cascade Christian uh, in an incredible show of offensive dominance in the state finals. Cascade Christian having uh, defeated your Warriors in the semifinals. And, uh, of course, the Columbians and the Warriors went toe-to-toe up in Rainier last year in league action, the first year of this new West league. And the Warriors came up on the short end of that one. Uh, and uh, it was a hard-fought game that went back and forth all the way down to the wire and a game we would have loved to have had a rematch on in the state title game uh, but could not get past Cascade Christian to get us into that matchup with Rainier. Rainier uh, this year so far uh, has had a pretty good start to their season. As I said, ranked second in the state. They have just one loss so far, and that loss happened just two weeks ago to Klatskanai, a league opponent, a score of 13-8 to in that game. And uh, in the last, uh, the two games, that game and the game prior to that against Corbett, uh, the Columbians only scored 22 points over a two-game stretch. Now, uh, they haven't scored less than 22 in any other game this year, uh, including defeating Dayton last week, 68-44. to Now, if there's one thing that should be encouraging as we look at that, it is that Dayton put up 44 points on Rainier, and I don't know how that game exactly played out, uh, but... The Warriors have to be encouraged by seeing that kind of a number come up. That Klatskanai lost. Uh, the Klatskanai lost for Rainier, the 13-8 to loss back on the 4th of October. Uh, really was a game where the Rainiers struggled, Rainier struggled to get anything going at all. Uh, I think Joel told me that they had seven fumbled shotgun snaps in that game and uh, leading to some drives stalling out uh, and some turnovers in there. And so Klatskanai with a lot of speed. Uh, is and of course a team that has been a rival of Rainier for years and years. Uh, they know each other very well, and that leads to uh, teams tending to defend each other pretty well. The game tonight will really be about whether or not Amity can handle the heavy formation, the diesel formation that the Colombians like to run. Uh, in the diesel formation, they will. Uh, basically go with a kind of a full house backfield, but only one of those people will be uh, somebody who's going to run the ball. The uh, other three will be linemen uh, in the backfield lined up as running backs to be lead blockers, and they will basically not try to run outside. They'll run between the tackles. They'll try to overload one spot on that defensive line and come at it uh, and use the uh, obviously the two or three offensive linemen in that area plus the three in the backfield plus the the running back then behind them or the quarterback who's effectively the running back. And last year, Warriors really struggled to stop that formation. Uh, now, last year, of course, Rainier had the best player in the state, Joey Tripp, playing quarterback for him. Uh, just a really high IQ, outstanding athlete. And he graduated. And, uh, in fact, the two best players in the state met when we played up there. He and Wes Streeter, and, and both of them put up phenomenal numbers. Streeter going for over 200 yards in that game. Uh, and Tripp scoring I, if my memory serves right five touchdowns uh so joey trip gone kenny trip now the starting quarterback for the columbians 
and uh, not the athlete his brother is, but still an outstanding athlete, just a sophomore. Uh, and he will cause plenty of matchup issues for the Warriors tonight. If you let him get loose in the open field, uh, just a, a very good open field runner, uh, able to make people miss, uh, and a good, strong football IQ as well. Uh, they will run some spread formation, but uh, generally speaking, uh, when push comes to shove, if you can take away uh, some of the other offensive things they like to do, they'll come back to that diesel formation and just try to overload you and run right at you. And they've got a big offensive line. Uh, this along, this will be the second best offensive line we probably see this year. Uh, the best one being the Onalaska group that we faced up there at their place. Um, Alaska had the best lineman we're going to see uh, in the Frazier kid. But the, uh, uh, the balance of this Rainier line is pretty tough. Austin Crape, of course, the key to that offensive line. And uh, uh, they are um, reading a text message coming in here from Robbie Scharf, who's listening. Appreciate that, Robbie. Robbie telling me that uh, Rainier and Dayton were actually tied at 14 at the half uh, before uh, Rainier kind of put the pedal to the metal on him, I think, and able to uh, pull away. Uh, quoting that, it was tied 14, 14 and a half, Rainer pulled away. Uh, Dayton got some late scores to make it look respectable, so appreciate that, Robbie, that input on this. Um, but Rainier with a lot of uh, lot of size on this offensive line. Uh, Austin Crape, uh, the the beast to deal with there, Easton Crape, excuse me, not Austin Crape, Easton Crape, senior. Uh, I think they have him playing at left tackle, and uh, they will pull him. They will run right behind him. Big kid, about 6'7 or so, 6'8, something like that. Uh, athletic, moves well. And uh, we actually did a decent job on him last year. Robbie and company did on the offensive side. And, and, uh, but when he was, uh, when, we, when they ran behind him in that diesel formation, it was a difficult thing for us to handle. And so, uh, but they have quite a bit of size on the right side of the line as well. Uh, and uh, just big physical team. And they want to run it right down your throat and control the clock, control the game. Uh, and defensively, I think uh, the Warriors have the work cut out for them tonight. I think offensively the Warriors will be able to get some things going, uh, should be able to put some points on the board tonight. Uh, but, of course, we have the, the mitigating factor being the weather is, uh, of course, tonight with uh, cool, wet. Uh, ball's going to be wet all night long. Uh, no matter how much you want to dry it off, it's going to be wet, and the quarterbacks are going to and the receivers are going to have some challenges uh, with uh, drops and and uh, protecting that football, so uh, hopefully uh, Keenan Graham is ready for this tonight, able to uh, maintain some ball control back there, even though it's wet and slick and cold, and uh, able to uh, uh, maneuver and and uh, perform all the fakes necessary back there without having that ball come out of control. We got about ten and a half minutes to go before kickoff here. Uh, Warriors are back in the locker room right now as Reg is doing introductions. Uh, Reg McShane doing the PA announcing here for the home games this year. Appreciate Reg doing that. Uh, and we will be back in just a couple of minutes, get you set up with a few things to, a few other things to look for here for the Warriors and the Columbians tonight. This is Amity Warrior Football on KLYC. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Get that to stop there. Sorry about that. Welcome back, Warrior fans, wherever you are tonight, whether you're up in Alaska or you are here in Amity. They're getting ready for the National Anthem, but our boys aren't out here yet. Why are they doing the National Anthem at seven minutes? I'm not sure. Here they come. Boys are coming out on the field. Now they're going to get ready to do the National Anthem. Uh, so we'll take another break here for the National Anthem in just a moment. 
Warriors in their <laughs> Warriors in their uh, home blue uniforms, blue pants, blue shirt, white lettering and numbering or gray, and then the white helmets, Rainier in their traveling white jerseys with gray pants, gray numbers, and green helmets. So we're going to take a quick break here for the National Anthem. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Warrior fans. I'm getting ready to do the coin flip out here in just a moment at midfield. We'll keep, uh, let you know what happened with that. So uh, I'll look around at 3A right now. So Hidden Valley, who's actually a 4A team playing down at the 3A level, 6-0, and and uh, number one ranking overall and has the number one ranking, both the RPI and the Collie, the two different rating systems that are used to determine uh, the overall OSAA ranking. Amity at number two, fourth in the RPI, second in the Collie. Uh, Sandy M. Christian sits there at 6-0 in the third spot. Rainier fourth with a 5-1 record. YC fifth with a 6-0 record. Burns is 6-0 in the sixth spot. Klatskanai 4-2 in the seventh spot. But one of their wins came against Rainier, giving them a uh, very good and strong uh, rating in spite of their 4-2 record. And rounding out the top ten, Sutherland, Vale, and Cascade Christian. St. Mary's, who uh, Amity knocked off in the first game of the year, 34-32, sits at number 12 overall. Uh, as we uh, look at what's happened with Rainier so far this year, we mentioned that uh, they have just that one loss to Klatsk tonight, 13-8. Uh, they defeated 2A Kennedy, 22-0, Sio, 34-12, Madras, 44-0, Corbett, 14-0, and last week, Dayton, 68-44, so they sit at 1-1 one and one in the West or in the Pac West League here. Um, the uh, uh, 68-44, and uh, as Robbie reported back, 14-14 uh, at halftime of that game, which is just uh, pretty crazy that uh, that game ended up being 68-44. So if you're doing the math at home, that's 54 second-half points for Rainier and 30 second-half points for Dayton. Just an absolute uh, shootout there in the second half. We've got a wet field tonight, as I said, and so a key for the Warriors tonight, don't turn the ball over. Um, try, to, try to have that controlled passing game. Uh, I think we're going to see some crossing routes uh, out of Josh uh, from that tight end position. Look for ways to kind of get him out in the flat. Warriors will receive to... Uh, Start the game, and the Warriors will be going east to west here. Um, I'm in an unusual spot tonight. I'm not sitting in the bleachers. I thought that's where Derek was going to put me, but because uh, NFHS is here doing broadcasting, we gave them the top spot uh, here on the visitor sideline in the, in the small booth, and I am sitting in the hospitality room next to Kimmy Romy and Alice Thompson, who put on a fantastic hospitality room here for every home game. And I want to thank the Education Foundation for helping to support uh, the cost of the food for that uh, and thank the ladies for the uh, great job they do putting that on, the labor they put in. So, and so, you know, little red faces here to my left, but that's a good thing. Uh, they do a fantastic job, though, uh, really uh, give a lot back to our school district, both of them. <clears throat> so, the uh, Warriors, as I said, be receiving. Uh, no Logan Grove tonight, and I'm not sure why Logan is out. Um, but I saw him in a uh, street clothes over there, and so uh, he's normally one of the kickoff returners for the Warriors, and he will not be returning kicks tonight, obviously. So I suspect we'll see the Hatch Boys back there. You can hear Rainier getting themselves fired up. Easton Crape leading the charge there for the Colombians. 
And I said uh, Pac West earlier, West Valley League is what I meant to say. All right, so we're getting ready to kick off here. Got our normal chain gang down here. Appreciate uh, the great work that they do, volunteering, uh, or, you know, you might say uh, fighting to get the uh, the prime location there, being next to the bench of the opposing team, getting to kind of hear coaches' comments and player comments and things like that, kind of get a, uh, a little different view of the game. But we appreciate them doing that. So, uh, of course, the big question tonight will be for the Warriors. Uh, what kind of kicking game do they employ when they kick off? Uh, they uh, have done a lot of onside kicks and squib kicks, don't have uh, the deep kicking ability. Uh, and I know Joel doesn't like to kick deep and put it into the hands of the best athlete on the other team. All right. Easton Crape will be kicking off for the Columbians. We are set to go here in this West Valley League matchup. He hits a squibber down the middle of the field. It's going to roll down to about the 20 where George Hatch picks it up. Hatch back across the 25. Ball's loose and recovered by the Columbians at about the 30-yard line inside the 30. That ball just squirted right out. I, George was hit down by the legs, and the ball just squirted out of his hand. So as mentioned, cold, wet football, and the key hanging on to that thing and not turning it over. And the Warriors start off by turning it over inside their own 30-yard line or right at the 30. We'll see where they spot that. And because I'm not up as high this week, my visibility is not quite as good, so you'll have to forgive me if I'm a little off on some of my spots. Ball at the 29-yard line, first and 10 for the Columbians there. There, a man short, number 66, coming in from the sideline. That's Josh Ellis, freshman. And there got, uh, looks like maybe a heavy formation in the backfield here. Ball's going to be direct snap to Caden. Caden with it. He'll run behind that diesel formation. Nowhere to go. Stacked up. Then he falls forward. Ends up picking up a couple of yards. They had him stacked up at the line. So they go with Caden. Uh, i get his name right here. David Caden. And Caden uh, was one of their starting running backs last year. Rotated in along with Kenny Tripp. And now uh, Corbin Howell into the game. And so it looks like they're going to alternate Howell and Caden for these direct snaps. They picked up about three on that first play, maybe two, second and long. Warriors shift their front to change up the blocking assignments. High snap. Drives forward, tripped up and brought down Alba first on contact there as Howell falls forward for a couple of more yards. It's going to be third and four as we come up here. First minute of this game gone. Of course, the opening kickoff fielded by George Hatch, and when he got hit, ball just squirted loose, recovered by Rainier at the 29-yard line of Amity. And so the Warriors uh, miss out on their chance for the first possession of the game, and they'll be kicking off to start the second half as well. So huge advantage, almost like an onside kick, except even better field position you get from onside kick for the Rainier Columbians. There's the snap, trip, trying to go right, trying to get outside. Hit, spins, hit again. First man there that made him made him spin away was Keenan Graham. And Cody Dyke came in and wrapped him up. No gain on the play. Fourth and three. So a great job there. Keenan Graham getting some penetration in there from the cornerback position coming up. And then Cody Dyke coming across to finish off Trip. So they're rotating three backs. Trip, Howell, and Caden it looks like. Caden into the game now. As they break the huddle, Easton Crape giving him some uh, having a last-second conversation with him. Crape going to line up on the right end position. 
And that's going to be where they're going to run, to that right side. Warriors shift over there. Caton calling out a long snap count here. Warriors shift back after he makes a call, and then we're going to have a delay of game. Took him too long, so the Warriors adjusting their front there, shifted to the left. Caton changed his call a little bit. Um, I don't know if he's calling out a blocking assignment or what there. And then the Warriors shifted back, and Caton started to call out the, a different uh, blocking scheme or, or variation on the play, some sort of audible there. And uh, that cost them too much time, and it's going to back it up, make it fourth and nine. The ball back at the 28-yard line. So now they spread it out, passing formation, four wideouts, two on each side. Trip in the game at quarterback. He wants to run left, nowhere to go, turns back up inside, hit, wrap, knocked down. And he will be short of the first down, so the Warriors will take over on downs. Trip was hit there, spun off of the first tackle, and then coming in to finish him off was number 68, Dylan Smith. And the Warriors escape what could have been a disastrous start to this game with the uh, Colombians starting at the 29-yard line of Amity and not able to make any progress on that. They end up at the 25, so that's where the Warriors will take over. So only four net yards on that series of downs for the Colombians. Warriors have to feel good about that. Warriors, two setbacks. They're going to toss. It's going to be Wart going left. Wart to the sideline. Out across the 35 to the 40 and stumbles out of bounds across the 40-yard line. Just a quick toss there left to Josh Wart. The Warriors looking for more and more ways to get the ball in the hand of their most dynamic offensive player, the 6'6 junior. He's the best tight end in the state, but you can only get the tight end the ball so many times in so many different ways. So they'll move him from tight end to running back and back again and put him out in the slot. He's at the running back position now. Warriors with two setbacks and one wing to the left. Graham under center. Tosses again to Wart. They're going to go left again. He gets outside again across the 45 to the 50 and out of bounds in Colombian territory. Josh Wart with two excellent runs there. That's going to move the chains again. Reg thinks it's short. Uh, it is a little short. I take that back. They came up about a half a yard short, so it did not get to the 50. Looked like he ran out of bounds across the 50, but they spotted him at the 49-and-a-half-yard line. Warriors with a second and short as they approach midfield here. 9-18 to go, first quarter. No score in this one between the second and fourth-ranked teams in 3A. Graham calls out the snap count. Hands to Brown. Brown going left. He's got room across the 45 and out of bounds at the 43, 44, somewhere right in there. First down, Warriors. And the Warriors establishing the run early here with a couple of tosses left and now Brown going left. So they've run to the left side of the Warriors line, right side of that defensive line, which is a little smaller. Crape lined up on the left side. They're running away from him. Make him have to chase the play over and over again. That's a, so there's, there's a couple of different ways of looking at that. When you run right at somebody, sometimes you can neutralize them by double teaming them. If you run away from them, not only are they not initially in on the play, but if they've got any kind of hustle gene at all, they're going to try to chase down those long plays, and that'll wear a lineman out. This time they come right, it's going to be Cody Dyke, and he is wrapped up and brought down. Might have lost a yard on that one. A couple of white jerseys in on that. Like number 56, Kevin Borsaw, and number 79. I don't know if that was Crape or not. He might have been in on that play as well, 79. 
gain of about a half a yard. They're going to give him on the spot ball at about the 43-yard line of Rainier. Warriors with their two setbacks. Wart to the left of Brown. Dyke lined up at the left wing. Nyseth at the tight end on the right side. This is going to be Wart going left across the 40-yard line. As the Warriors push a little deeper into Rainier territory, number 80, Logan Chapman in on the tackle. It's going to be third and five. Pickup of about four on that play. So the Warriors trying to put together a nice long drive here on the ground. And again, you know, throwing the ball when it's cool and wet like this uh, is a much higher risk than it is when the weather conditions are favorable like they have been. Really the first bad weather game we've had this year. Same formation for the Warriors. Graham under center. Takes the snap. Toss left. This is Brown. Brown cuts it back up inside. He's going to be close to the first down, maybe a yard short or two. See where they got him to. He's going to be a couple yards short. It's going to be fourth down and a long two, maybe three yards to go. They spot the ball right at the 35-yard line of Rainier. Brown uh, was contained over there initially. I think that was number two, Corbin Howell, who got that outside containment, got off his block and forced Brown to cut that back up inside. Russell, more of a power runner than a one-cut type of back and had a hard time reasserting and reestablishing momentum there. Now the Warriors line up in an eye formation, power eye. It's Dyke behind Brown. Graham, toss to Dyke. Dyke going left. Cuts it back. It's going to be close. Depends on the spot here. We'll wait until they unpile it. And waiting for the referee to look and see where they actually end up spotting the ball here. And then he'll take a look down the line. It is a first down. Warriors get just enough on that. Cody Dyke having to power through for that three-yard gain there. And he got just enough ball at the 32-yard line. First and ten Warriors. Good first drive here for the Warriors all on the ground. Wart, Brown, and Dyke, each with multiple carries so far. Graham under center. Wart in the backfield again. Going to hand to Brown. Brown bounces outside. He started inside. Ducks outside. He's down to about the 22, 23-yard line. Definitely inside the 25. We'll see, I think, about the 22-yard line there. And so the Warriors pick up almost, yeah, it won't be the 22. It's going to be about the 23 or 24. It's going to be second and two for the Warriors. Ball should be about the 24-yard line. Great run there. That time, Brown was trying to go right behind the left guard. It wasn't there. He recognized it, bounced it outside, and the defense had sucked in enough that they couldn't square him up and make good tackle there. Same formation for the Warriors. Wharton, Brown, the setbacks. Dyke in the left wing. Going to give it to Brown again. Brown lowers his shoulder and plows ahead. Should be enough for a first down or be close. It is a first down. 5.53 left to go here in the first quarter. Warriors being very, very methodical here and really attacking the left side of that Rainier, uh, or the left side of the Warriors, the right side of the defensive line for Rainier. Crape lines up uh, on the left end, and the Warriors just have only run in his vicinity one time. Now they bring Dyke in motion. They give to Brown. Brown right up the middle. Got a little room to run there. Breaks a tackle and then is brought down by Corbin Howell. And that's going to be a gain of probably seven or eight yards. 
I think it's going to be second and three. I really don't have a very good angle here, so I'm kind of guessing on this, but it looks like they're going to confirm that on the scoreboard. Second and three. Warriors with just an excellent, disciplined, power-running attack here, attacking over and over again where they see the weaknesses. Going to run the same play again. Brown right up the middle. Got a little bit of room and brought down again by Howell. Howell's coming across from, I think, uh, he might be playing cornerback or safety over on that far right side of the defense. But that was enough for Brown to get down to the six-yard lines. First and goal, Warriors from the six. And that's two times in a row they've run right up the middle. And, again, not running at crepe. They're getting a block on him. He's got that outside containment if the Warriors try to run right. But the Warriors uh, really neutralizing him by where they run the ball. Dyke in motion. Graham hands again to Brown, and Brown plunges ahead. And I'm going to tell you right now, Austin, Easton Crape, excuse me, had a chance to make a play on that and just kind of did a, a, a lunge wave at Brown as he went by. And you can see in the body language of Crape a lot of frustration. Hands on his hips and uh, hands on the hips of a lot of players out there for Rainier right now as the Warriors uh, have eaten almost seven minutes on this drive. Second and goal from the one. I for, uh, no, excuse me, two-set back formation. Going to give to Brown again, and Brown is in. Touchdown, Warriors. So with 356, 355 left to go in the first quarter, the Warriors put together a 75-yard touchdown drive, all of it on the run. And Mr. Barnett is here. When he gets done eating, I think he's going to join me on the air. Oh, he, he's going to walk around. It's wet out there. You don't want to be out there. You want to be in here where there's more hot air. Warriors with an outstanding, impressive drive there. I don't know how many plays that was. Probably probably a 10 or 11 play drive for the Warriors, eating up 75 yards in over seven minutes of time. Warriors line up for a two-point conversion. It's going to be a quick toss to Dyke. Dyke cuts it back up, and in, he is in. Two-point conversion is good as the Warriors attack the right side of that defense again. Right side in the middle. They attacked it over and over and over again, only running to the right side of the Warrior formation one time. Really staying away from Easton Crape on that left side. And that is a tired defensive front for Rainier after just that one drive. The Warriors just power the ball right down the throat of the Rainier defense. An outstanding start for the Warriors. It's 8-0 with 3.55 left to go in the first quarter. We'll see if the Warrior defense can do their job again. They held Rainier to just four net yards on that first possession. Be interesting to see how Rainier lines up. If you've been watching any film on the Warriors, you want to have some hands guys up front because everything practically looks like some sort of onside kick. And they'll bring Howell, um, who is a running back, up to the 50-yard line. On the other side, on the 50, they have uh, number 19 who's not in the book. So I don't know who that is, but it looks like a skill position, maybe a receiver over there. And then... Uh, Three more guys lined up just inside the 50-yard line there across the middle of the field. Sergio Alba be kicking for the Warriors. Kenny Tripp back deep, and I can't see who the other Rainier Columbian is that's back deep, but the Warriors probably won't kick anywhere near them. Alba ready to kick off. Gets a signal from the referee. Oh, he does. He drives it deep down the left side. Picked up over there by Caton. Caton back across the 40. Now reverses his field. 
trying to get to the outside. Graham makes him cut back up inside. He's still got room to go, and Caton's going to be almost gone. Josh Wart chases him down. And uh, going to get him for a horse collar on that, but the Warriors will take that. I mean, that was Wart just chasing the play down from behind. But again, not sure why we kicked deep because nothing ever, nothing good ever happens when we kick deep. But Joel wanted to try it there, and they had Caton tracked on that far sideline and then allowed him to reverse his field, and the Warriors just couldn't get off their blocks and make the play. Josh Wart with an excellent hustle play to chase down Caton from behind. I thought he was going to go all the way. He was close. Steve Morris on site. See him walking by, former athletic director, teacher here at Amity High School. Still a member of our Amity Hall of Fame board. Active member in the Amity extended community here. Lives in McMinnville. His wonderful wife, Chris, who is a former kindergarten teacher here in Amity. So the officials are gathering together to talk about this. Not sure what there is to talk about unless they're debating whether or not it was actually a horse collar tackle. So the referee ready to make the call now. Oh, it's a block in the back. He hasn't pointed against two. It should be against uh, Rainier, and it is. And a personal foul, horse collar. So does that mean that they're going to kick it again? They're going to offset. They're going to kick this again. Warriors get a huge break here with a block in the back. That was what the conference about. There was a second flag. Oh, and I see it now. It was way back at the 35-yard line of Rainier. So Rainier would have had field position at about the 20-yard line of Amity. Instead, Warriors will kick it again. And I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that they're not going to kick this one deep. I think this is going to be a squib kick of some sort. Uh, better to give them the ball at the 45 or the 40-yard line instead of deep in your own field. So the Warriors line back up to kick. And the... Rainier fans seem a little confused on the side yelling at the officials about it, but uh, that's the whole thing about offsetting penalties is that the play gets done over again even if one penalty seemed more egregious than the other. The block in the back would have been a five-yard penalty, the personal foul a 15-yard, but they both happened during the play, so the play is canceled out. Alba ready to kick again. Waits for the signal. There it is. Alba approaches the ball. And dribbles this one across the 45 to the 40. It is bounced around and caught there by Peyton Smith, who falls down at the about the 41, 42-yard line. And the Warriors' defense will come back out with an opportunity to uh, prove themselves again against this Rainier offense. Rainier that put 68 points on Dayton last week. 54 of those in the second half. So they can make some adjustments. But this week's weather, not like last week's weather. Throwing the ball is going to be a little bit more difficult this week. Rainier up to the line of scrimmage with their heavy formation, that diesel formation it looks like. Caton, I believe, is the quarterback. Warriors shift from left to right. Caton calls out a long snap, takes it. Tries to work left, got a little bit of room to run up the middle, and is going to pick up about seven yards, six yards, something like that. Before Caton is brought down by a host of blue jerseys, including Martinez, I think, in on that tackle. So the Warriors uh, giving a, a different look here 
They get the signal from the sideline. It's going to be second and four. Gain of six on the play. Ball spotted at the 47, 48-yard line right there, about the 48 of Rainier. Long cadence here from the signal caller. The high snap. It is loose. It's on the ground. It's knocked loose, and it is covered. We'll see who covered it. I think Rainier got back on top of it. Hard to cover a fumble when it's wet and bouncing around, but the Warriors are going to pin them deep. That was a high snap intended for Howell. And this is what Joel said happened uh, against Klatskanai. They had seven fumbled snaps, so that's one tonight. We'll keep track of that. And it'll be a passing formation now for them, third and about 16 for Rainier. Ball spotted back at the 36-yard line of Rainier. So that snap cost them a probably oh, 12 yards or so of field position. Now they go four wide, two on each side. It's a snap, quick throw to the right, and he's wrapped up and brought down right there. They're going to lose a couple on that, I think. See who that was, Sergio Alba coming flying up there. He read that play, just a little bubble screen over there to the right side. And I think that was to Caden. Caden was wrapped up, immediately brought down. They lose a couple on the play back to the 33, loss of three. So fourth and almost 20 now. So it'll be a punt formation now. Warriors get a break on the offsetting penalties and then on the kickoff and then uh, get a break on a bad snap. And they pin the Columbians deep. High snap again. They get off a low kick, line drive. Ward will let it roll down to inside the 30. The Warriors will start down close to their own 25-yard line. So no complaints there. Warriors take over. 133 left to go in the first quarter, 8-0. Amity. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Warriors taking over. Their second possession of the game here from their own 29-yard line is where that ends up getting spotted. Warriors in wing T formation now with Wart lined up at the right tight end position. They bring Niseth in motion. And the ball is loose on the ground, I think covered up by Russell Brown. Fumbled snap there, or no, Cody Dyke. A little fumbled exchange there, and he falls on it. A loss of a, maybe a yard or two here. Oh, maybe he got back to the line of scrimmage. So it looks like they're going to keep it at the 29. Second and 10 for all the Warriors. Weigert splits out to the right side after bringing the play in. Now in the power eye formation, Dyke behind Brown, Niseth on the right wing. Graham tosses to Dyke. Dyke trying to get outside, and he is piled up and brought down. Looks like uh, maybe number 40. Try to see who that is on the tackle. I can't see what his number was there. Their numbers are not the easiest to read. It's kind of a medium gray on white. But a great tackle there by one of the Colombians. And they're going to say it's third and nine. They're going to say Cody got to the 30-yard line there. So third and long for the Warriors. Haven't been able to run on the right side yet of the formation. Now the ball way over on the right hash mark here. So the right side is the short field. But it's also the downhill side. Quick toss to Wart. Wart trying to get outside. He is wrapped up and brought down out there. Nice open field tackle by Howell. Corbin Howell with the tackle and the Warriors in a punt situation. Loss of a yard on the play for 
Wart, and so it'll be fourth and ten. And that brings us to the end of the first quarter. The score, Amity 8 and Rainier 0. This is Amity Warrior Football on KLYC. Welcome back, Warrior fans, wherever you are tonight. From Scoggin Field here at Amity High School, Jeff Clark bringing you all the action tonight. No Ron Huber with me. He is out of town right now and uh, hopefully listening wherever he is. Warriors lead 8-0 after the first quarter. Total yards in the first quarter, 75 for the Warriors, negative 4 for the Rainier Columbians. As the Warriors have stifled the Columbians twice, and we're going to have a false start, I think, on Josh Ward, who took off on one, and the snap was going to be on two. I think it was going to be a running kick there for Dyke. But Ward looked like he was running a, a fly pattern there. So we've got a false start against the Warriors. Back them up five yards. It'll be fourth and 15 now. And if you weren't sure if they were punting before, you're pretty sure they are now. They were punting before. Pretty sure of that. Wart was headed down on kick coverage there. So they have nobody back to return, which is interesting. They're just going to let the Warriors kick this at fourth and 15, not take any chances with the Warriors doing any kind of a fake. Eye formation. Toss to Dyke. Dyke runs right, gets the kick, it's blocked. And that ball goes up in the air and covered by Easton Crape. Cody did not get off a clean kick there. It might have been Crape with the block even. And so the field position game being won right now by the Columbians. They will take over at about the 23-yard line of Amity. So field position... uh, for the Columbians, outstanding right now. Warriors' defense going to be severely tested if they continue to allow the Columbians to start inside the 30-yard line of Amity. That's twice out of three drives now. They go with the spread formation, three wide receivers to the right, one to the left, or two to the left, five, and it's going to be a draw, but a trip, trip goes left. He's got room to run, and he is going to get in. Touchdown from 23 yards out. Nobody touched Kenny Tripp. And that was a design draw with five wide receivers. They spread the defense out, and Tripp able to run it in through that kind of uh, uh, defense that uh, is kind of all over the field trying to cover receivers. In a situation like that, your linebackers have to make the play. Got to read that as a run play and not commit to the pass right away. The Warriors goes playing a lot of uh, zone defense there. Uh, against the pass, and so those guys are starting to drop and take up their zones, and that's a lot easier to run against. Tripp going to try to get the two-point conversion going left, and he will maybe get it on third opportunity. They had him. Two guys had a shot at him, Dyke and Niseth, and he slithered off both of them, dove for the pylon, and able to get it with the reach, and it was 8-8 here early in the second quarter. This is Warrior Football. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Warriors. Here early in the second quarter, 8-8 after the Warriors have a punt blocked and then a 23-yard touchdown run by uh, Kenny Tripp. And the line drive kick goes right off of Gavin Watson, bounces right back towards the Columbians, and they recover it. So we have 
now two kickoffs that have failed for the Warriors. The first one, the Warriors uh, fumbled the return, and the second one, just a line drive right off of Watson's chest and bounced back about five yards and recovered by the Colombians at the 41-yard line, it looks like. They're going to spot it at. So the Colombians, after scoring quickly on a one-play 23-yard drive, get the ball right back here. The Warriors have blown two possessions on kickoffs. This is the fourth drive for the Colombians. The Warriors have only had two. Trip on a keeper again, trying to get outside. He does. He's across the 45 to the 40 and forced out of bounds over there. Niseth and I think uh, Wart in on the tackle. So another design draw for Trip. Ball end up being spotted at the 37, 38 yard line, I think. So first and 10 for the Colombians at the 38 of Amity. Good play call for uh, head coach Mike King there as he exploits this Warriors' zone defense, which is kind of spread out with these wide receivers. Three wides to the right. I mean, I don't think more than two of these guys are really a receiving threat athletically, but you got to respect the fact that they're out there. Bring a man in motion. Tripp wants to run it again, and this time bounces left. Makes a guy miss in the backfield and is taken out of bounds. That was Martinez. Almost had him in the backfield, but Tripp is very shifty. We talked about that as an open field runner. He's outstanding. He's not a big guy, not particularly strong, um, you know, compared to, like, the Coquille running backs or uh, the running back we saw up in Onalaska or even the, the guy from St. Mary's. But uh, he's extremely shifty, and the Warriors are having a hard time wrapping him up. He picks up about seven on that, almost seven. Second and a long three. Ball at the 32-yard line of Amity. Warrior defense got to be a little bit frustrated here. Spread formation. Two wide, three wides to the right. One or two to two to the left. Trip going to keep it again. Trying to get outside again. And the Warriors have no containment out there. And there's a flag in the backfield this time. And that was... Uh, Philip West getting into the backfield and getting held, and so that one will come back plus 10 yards. I believe it's going to be a hold. So great job by Philip West to get into the backfield, but that right side of the Warrior defense not doing a good job of getting containment and keeping Trip inside. Last two runs, he's been able to get outside on that. We've got an equipment malfunction out there for Trip as he tries to fix his helmet during the uh, call, and it looks like a warrior down on the field at about the 25-yard line on the far sideline. Can't see a number on that. Try to account for the numbers that are out there on the field. Don't want to guess who's down. That's on the far side, kind of right next to uh, the ambulance over there, but they haven't called anybody out on the field. Athletic trainer taking a look at the down player. Looks like he's going to get up. And I think it's Alba maybe. Yeah, Sergio Alba. A little shaken up on the play, but he gets up and looks like he's going to be able to walk it off. So that's a good sign. So after the penalty, they're going to back this up 10 yards. It's going to be second down again. And 
Uh, they're going to mark it back at the almost the 45-yard line, about the 44. So to gain uh, the first down, they need to get to the 28. So it looks like first or second and 16 will make it. Ball's almost at the 45-yard line, just inside. So second and 16 coming up for the Colombians. They go to the spread offense again with Tripp as the quarterback. Five wide receivers. No tight end, just five linemen up there. Snap, trip rolls right. Looks like he wants to throw this one. He's chased right. He's going to dump it down the sideline just over the head of Caden and out of bounds. Trip made that defense commit to stopping him on the run, and he had Caden, but that's a tough throw. You're running off the crown to your right, uh, being chased and trying to throw without really setting your feet and trying to float it over the defensive back and into the arms of the receiver, and he just threw it a little high and out of bounds. Third and long. I think they've got it at third and 18, so I may have done my math wrong there. Third and 18 to go. They spread it out again. The nice thing about a holding penalty, it nullifies really the ability to use that heavy diesel formation, but the Warriors defended that well the first couple drives. They've abandoned that for kind of a spread run here. Trip, drops. Wants to roll, gets outside, to get outside. Now he's hit and brought down. Sergio Alba coming in from the backside. It was uh, Russell Brown making the play to stop Trip, hold him up. He's tried to spin away from it, and Alba finishes off the play with a good hit. Nice to see Sergio back in there. It will be fourth and 18, so it should be a punt coming up here. I don't think they'll go for it from their uh, the 46-yard line. They're actually going to back that out. It's fourth and 19 now. He lost a yard on the play. So a good job by the Warriors. They get a little help on the holding penalty, but that was really a holding penalty that was forced by excellent penetration by Philip West into the backfield, forcing either a hold or he was going to get the sack. They go five wide again. They're going to go for it. Trip rolls to his right under pressure, steps, throws. He's got Caden down the sideline, and he is wrapped up short of the first down. Josh Wart on the tackle with a good wrap-up and brought Caden down. And the Warriors will take over as they, uh, on fourth and 19, hold him to uh, 17 yards. <laughs> so good uh, prevent defense there by the Warriors. And the Warriors uh, defend the same play twice in a row. The first time they were able to, uh, or two out of the three times, uh, that was the same play where uh, Tripp tried to roll to his right and throw to Caden overthrew him. It was the same play. Draw the defense, make it look like you're running, and then try to throw it right down the sideline to your uh, receiver and let him kind of work through some uh, open field there. So the Warriors take over at their own 30-yard line. 8-8 game. Going to give it to Brown. Brown wrapped up in the backfield and brought down. See who was in on that tackle there. Big defensive lineman. It's like... Get a number there, number 56 maybe. Kevin Borshaw. Borshaw, senior defensive tackle. Makes a nice play there. It's going to be second and 11 on the one-yard loss. 9.45 and counting here to go in the first half. Exactly the kind of game you would expect between two of the best 3A teams in the state. Very evenly matched. A lot of strategy here. They're going to bring uh, Graham rolling to his right, throws down the field, and this one is just chucked up, underthrown as Graham was hit, and it's picked off at the 40-yard line. Dyke makes the tackle. 
but that was just uh, thrown up for grabs by Graham. Never got his feet set. He was being hit as he threw and just couldn't get enough on it. He had Wart open shorter, but he was trying to get Dyke in. He had Dyke open deep, but he couldn't get the ball past the defense as he was getting hit. So Warriors turn it back over. Ball spotted at the 40-yard line of Rainier in an 8-8 game with 9.26 to go in the first half. I think the play worked pretty well, except that uh, it took a little too long to develop, and Keenan was under pressure before he could get rid of that ball. Columbia's back in a run formation. Looks like a wing tee. Bring a man in motion. They give it to him right up the middle, and he breaks a couple of tackles. Still going. Going to get 10 yards on that. See who that running back is. I couldn't see who it was coming across in motion there. Might be Caton. No, it's not Caton. It's Howell on the carry, and he gets nine and a half yards running a warrior play. That's just a wing T formation there. Brought the running back in motion and then took it right up the middle. And that big, powerful defensive line, or offensive line, excuse me, able to generate some holes. They're going to have a false start there as the running back kind of fell forward, lost his balance. Had the lean going there, so that'll back them up five yards. Instead of second and one, it'll be second and six, I think. We got two flags, though, two different places. They consult. I'm sure it's going to be the same thing. There's a dead ball, false start. So second and six. Columbian fans a little hard on their players here. You know, the players to come on, play the game right. Second and six. Ball spotted back just inside the 45-yard line of... Rainier, 8.46 left to go, first half, 8-8 game. So after a, a Warrior-dominated first quarter, this quarter the Warriors haven't been able to get anything going offensively. They're going to they're just gonna flag again. I think we're going to have an illegal shift. The handoff was to Caton. He doesn't get anywhere on it, maybe a yard, but I think we're going to see an illegal shift here. So it'll be another five yards back, and instead it'll be second and 11. You hear Reg doing the PA announcing in the background, background guessing what the call is going to be from the white hat. They don't usually like that if you do that over the PA system, but he's gotten the last two right, so they won't say much about it. Usually they like you to wait until they give you the signal. So the Warriors decline the penalty, brings up third instead of second down bring up third and six. So the Warriors had him in a position to back him up, possibly into a second and 11, but instead put him into a third and six. I think Joel thinking that if they can hold him on this one, uh, they may punt the ball. So wait, now they're going to mark off the five yards. So now I'm confused. At first, so the Warriors ended up accepting the penalty. I think Joel changed his mind there. So it is going to be second and 11 after all of that. So at first he had said declined, and then Joel clarified with him, I guess, and they backed it up. Second 11, ball at the 39-yard line of Rainier. Bring a man in motion. It's Howell. They give him the ball. He's trying to get out to the right side. Warriors turning back up inside. Bernards and uh, Philip West in on the tackle. Bring him down after a short gain. It's going to be third and long. About got about five on that, so call it third and six to go. 
ball at the 44-yard line of Rainier. If the Warriors can hold one more time here, might be able to get a punt out of the Rainier. Columbians, they go five wide, trip at the quarterback position. It's almost for sure going to be a running play with trip. And it is, designed run right up the middle. Weaves his way through traffic, good blocking upfield. He's to the outside. He's to the 30, or to, excuse me, to the 40, and then brought down at the 36-yard line. It will be a first down for Rainier there. And that's just a designed run play. They're not even sending receivers out on that play. Basically, the line's just exploding out, finding guys to block and letting Tripp pick his way through traffic, reading the blocks as he goes. And uh, he does a good job on that one, going from the 44 down to the 36. So uh, what is that, 14 and 6, 20 yards on that carry. They go to the same formation, five wides. Warriors don't have much of an answer for this consistently anyway. They bring Caton in motion, hand the ball to him. Caton trying to go left, still trying to go left, and then wrapped up and brought down. Who was that shooting through there? Cody Dyke makes the tackle. Excellent read as the Warriors did a good job of stringing out the run towards the sideline, and Dyke knifed through the traffic, made the tackle for a loss of two on the play, second and 12 for Rainier. Great defensive play there by the senior safety. Excuse me there, nose running just a little bit here. It's a chilly fall night. Temperature probably in the 40s. Pretty moist in the air. But who cares with football, right? We don't care what the weather's like. There's a high snap. Trip pulls it in, rolls to his right, escapes a little bit of pressure, now throws. That one's picked off by Keenan Graham. Keenan read the round. Oh, they're going to say it hit the ground. Keenan had a dive on there, but couldn't hang on to it as he landed. He couldn't pull the ball in. It was still extended and hit the ground and bobbled it. Keenan Graham with a phenomenal read there of that route and jumped underneath it, made the diving catch, but as he came down, his arms were still extended, and he hit the ground with the ball, and it bobbled. He knew he almost had it. So close. What a great play, great individual effort there by Keenan Graham. Third and 12. Five wide formation, three on one side, two on the other. Tripping that shotgun. Trip. Going to run it right up the middle and wrapped up and brought down after a very short game. See who was in on that. It looks like Dylan Smith in on that tackle. Getting off his block and wrapping up Trip and bringing him down. It'll be fourth and 12. Loss of about a half a yard on the play. 6.20 and counting here as the clock runs towards halftime. Be an interesting play call here for the Columbians. It's about field position if you can't get the first down. And the ball spotted at the 39-yard line. Yeah, 38-yard line of Amity. They spread them out again. Trip has a kind of a run-pass option here, and we're going to have a timeout taken by Coach King of Rainier as he puts his hands in the air and says, what are you guys doing here? That's, that wasn't the play I called. And so he'll talk to them about that with 5.55 remaining in the first half, an 8-8 game here. Warriors scored on their first possession of the game a 75-yard all-rushing drive. No passes thrown on that drive, and they scored their first touchdown that way. But it's been uh, Rainier getting short fields on uh, botched kicks that have uh, 
the second time that happened led to uh, uh, Kenny Tripp running it in from 23 yards out. The first time we'd seen that five-out spread formation with him just on a designed run. And that tied it up, and uh, they have been living on our side of the field here in the second quarter of the Columbians. The Warriors are going to need to uh, flip that around and control this field position a little bit better. It puts a lot of pressure on your defense when they're inside your 40 consistently. Five wides, trip. In the shotgun formation, fourth and 12. Deep in Warrior territory here. Trip going to throw, it looks like, over the middle of the field and caught by Howell. George Hatch was right there, almost had a hand on the ball, not able to knock it away, and Howell pulls it in inside the 10-yard line. First and goal for the Columbians. Great throw by Tripp and a fantastic concentration by Howell to pull that in. George Hatch must have felt that ball graze his fingertips as it dropped into the hands of Howell. Hatch was right there in coverage made a stab at the ball and looked like he was going to knock it away and it just didn't quite happen. Now they go to uh, heavy formation here. Caton, I think the back, can't see his number, rolls to his right, trying to get outside, wrapped up and brought down. Cody Dyke with an excellent tackle. So he takes Caton down. It's going to be a loss on the play. It was first and goal from the six. Now it's going to be second and goal from the ten. Five minutes to go. First half. Warriors defense really being tested here on the field a lot in this second quarter. Remember Rainier had the ball twice in the first quarter and had a negative five yards or negative four yards of total offense. Different story here in the second. Trip wants to run. He's hung on to and drugged down. Who had a hold of that jersey? That was uh, Russell Brown got a hold of his jersey from behind, hung on to him while Philip West and company came in to make that stop. I think Brody Roberts in on that tackle as well. The Warriors do a great job of corralling trip. Third and goal from the 15. Obviously, four-down territory. I don't think Rainier will kick the ball. I have not seen them, though they may. Austin Crape, or Easton Crape, excuse me. Easton Crape definitely has the leg to be able to kick it. be interesting to see what they do if it's fourth and 15. Third and 15, trip in that shotgun formation with five wides. No tight end. He rolls to his left. He wants to throw this one. Okay, he's going to tuck it and run, and there's going to be a hold, I think. That flag came in right in the middle of the line of scrimmage there as he was scrambling around. That's part of the problem. It's a pass play, but then you see your quarterback try to run and, you know, all the blocking angles are messed up and guys are trying to recover position. So he did not get back, I don't think, to the line of scrimmage. Or he might have got a couple yards out of that. So it could be like fourth and 12 or third and 25, 27 be interesting to see. They're going to back them up, I think. So they're going to mark this 10 yards off from the spot of the foul. It's going to bring up third and about 30, I think. 27, I think. Third and 27. Third and 26, we'll call it. 
So back to the spread formation. Five wides. Trip in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Rolls to his right. Under pressure. Throws. He's got a man all by himself. Nobody near Caton. Caton slips and falls at about the 10. I'm not sure what happened to the coverage there. Somebody did not track with number 24, who is clearly Tripp's favorite target. He is looking uh, for number 24, Caden, or excuse me, uh, David Caton, every time he can find him. And for whatever reason, the Warriors are losing track of him. That's three times now, or twice, excuse me, that uh, he's been wide open in a scramble situation. Howell's the other guy you got to really watch. Got a, a, tar- or a tent blow over here in front of us as the wind is starting to pick up. Fourth and goal from the 10. Trip rolls to his right, wants to run, cuts back. Oh, he's got lots of room to run here. He's going to throw it instead, and it's knocked away in the end zone. No, it's caught. Oh, my goodness. I thought it was knocked away. It's about as far away from me as you can get, and I thought the defender came across and knocked it away. Somehow it ended up in the hands of number seven, Peyton Smith, in the corner of the end zone. Nice play by Kenny Tripp. I am shocked that that ball got through there. It looked to all the world from where I am that that had been knocked away by the defensive back. But twice on this drive, defensive backs had a chance to make the play and failed to knock the ball away on a pass play. Tripp rolls to his right on the two-point conversion. Under pressure, got a hold of him, and he throws it up in the air. It's caught by a lineman. That's not an eligible receiver, I'm pretty sure. And they'll say he didn't get in anyway. And there's the flag because he wasn't eligible. Nice heads-up play there by... Uh, one of the linemen, had that been a fumble, he would have been good, but it was uh, a pass by Tripp as he's being pulled to the ground. So 14-8, Rainier takes a six-point lead with 3-0-3 left to go in the first half. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Warrior fans, wherever you're listening tonight. Appreciate you joining us here in this excellent matchup between two of the top four teams in the state. In 3A, the Amity Warriors ranked number two coming in. The uh, Rainier Columbians ranked number four. Their only loss to Klatskanai. Warriors have a loss to Onalaska. And the Warriors have shot themselves in the foot in this game multiple times. Pretty fortunate only to be down one score right now. Had two kickoffs that have gone awry for the Warriors. Once on a fumbled return, once when it bounced off the chest of of uh, one of the up players. Uh, one of those led to a touchdown for the Colombians. The other one did not. And then Warriors with some poor pass coverage uh, have allowed a couple of catches that probably should have been defended and knocked away but weren't. The second one resulting in a touchdown. Easton Crape set to kick off for the Colombians when he gets the signal. Warriors with three minutes here to go in the first half. See if they can do something with this. Crape, another bouncer. This one the Warriors deal with properly. Let it go all the way down. Picked up by Hatch. Wyatt Hatch wrapped up and brought down across the 30. So the Warriors will start there. Their best field position of the day. On a kickoff anyway. Warriors first and 10 at the 32-yard line. I believe is where they're going to spot that. 2.56 left to go in the first half. See if the Warriors can put something together here. They've had one good drive in this game, and everything else has kind of uh, either never gotten started or kind of sputtered out quickly. 
Weigert lined up to the left. Nice steady light rain coming down right now. They're going to give to Dyke. Dyke going right on that. Gets a couple of yards out close to the 35-yard line. It'll be second and seven. Temperature has definitely dropped since the start of this game. I would guess maybe one of my weather girls will pull up the temperature here and see what it is. Maybe what it feels like, not just what the temperature is, but what the chill is. 52 degrees, a little breezy and rainy, so it's cold out there for the boys. This one going to Niceth. Niceth, or Russell Brown, excuse me, nowhere to run on that one. Picks up about a yard, third and six. Ball at the, oh, 36-yard line, 37 right in that neighborhood of Amity. Yeah, this is by far the coldest weather we've had for a football game this year. And wet out there. Not in here, only out there. It is nice and, I wouldn't say it's warm in here, but it's uh, definitely dry. Graham with a quick toss, trying to get Dyke outside. And he is wrapped up and brought down by number 18, Dominic Cameron, makes a big play. It'll be fourth and four after a gain of about two on that. He just shot right through there, made an excellent play. Fourth and four. Ball at the 38-yard line. It'll be interesting to see what Joel does here. I know part of him would like to go for this on fourth and four, but... We're going to be close to a minute to go here in the first half. Might be a good time to play a field position game in a one-score game, but Joel's going to wait and call timeout here as we get down to a minute and four seconds to go in the first half. And he'll talk about this on the sideline and decide what they want to do. No reason to take those timeouts into the halftime. So some execution issues for the Warriors. have had an interception. They've had uh, a fumble that was recovered by uh, Rainier. We've had a blocked kick that was recovered by Rainier and then a what effectively became an onside kick when it bounced off the chest of one of the Warrior players and covered by Rainier. So effectively four turnovers for the Warriors here in the first half. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to think if Rainier's had a turnover. I don't think they have had it. They have not turned the ball over. They've uh, fumbled one snap uh, but were able to corral that themselves. So four turnovers in to zero and you're only down by one score really only six points here uh the warriors got to feel pretty good about how poorly they've played in certain aspects of this game and uh yet um are right there in the thick of it wing t formation with weigert split left wart lined up as the right tight end warriors gonna go for it graham drops looking at wart he's got him Josh pulls it in at the 45-yard line, and he is down and out of bounds at about the 47, 48-yard line. Josh Wart with an outstanding catch, and what a nice pass there by Keenan Graham, just dropping it in over Wart's shoulder. He had man coverage out there as he came off that right tight end position and just released kind of at a uh, about a 15-yard out. And Graham with a nice little drop in the bucket coming right over the shoulder. Now we're down to 43 seconds. Warriors line up, wing T formation. Toss to Wart. Wart trying to get outside. Bernard's with a good block. Wart gets out there and can't get to the out-of-bounds marker. It's at the 45-yard line, or excuse me, the 35-yard line of Rainier. 28 seconds, and the Warriors will take a timeout. Second timeout 
of the first half used by the Warriors. They'll have one left with 26.6 seconds to go before halftime. It's second and about three to go when we come out of this timeout and see if the Warriors can figure out a way to get this into the end zone with 26 seconds and one timeout left to go. Nelson clan, Mr. Wilson walking by down here enjoying something hot to drink. Chris Gaylor with his little one. Let you know the little, just the normal atmosphere here at an Amity game. All the usual suspects walking around enjoying it. Not Well, not all of them. Scott Worthington is not here. We miss Scotty. When he is here, uh, he will look different than he did when he left. We'll leave it at that. I, Scott nursing an injury to a right arm and and uh, not here with us this week. Decent crowd on hand, and uh, amazingly, quite a few of them walking around and standing out in this rain. All right, Warriors ready to go. Wing T formation with Kane Black split left. Graham drops, throws, looking for Wart down the field. Josh holds it in. Touchdown, Warriors! Josh Wart pulled it in over the shoulder and scores. Josh Wart right down the seam. Got that. He had double coverage down there, and Keenan Graham just put it on the money. Josh, slow to get up, went down hard. But uh, I know what makes that feel better, and that's looking at the scoreboard as the Warriors tie it up with 18 and a half seconds to go. What a throw and catch by Graham and Wart. Outstanding effort by Josh Wart to pull that in in double coverage down there. Hang on to it in this wet atmosphere and keep his balance long enough to get into the end zone. The official in no position to actually make a call. Even if he had fumbled it, I don't think the official would have been able to tell. Warriors go to their power eye formation. Quick toss. Dyke trying to get right. Bounces outside. Looking for the pylon. Gets it. Warriors go up. 16-14 Warriors take the lead with 18 and a half seconds to go. And what an outstanding drive for the Warriors after sputtering and and uh, kind of struggling all second quarter to move the ball, really, since that first drive. And the Warriors come back with a demoralizing drive after an excellent defensive stop. Uh, they come back and drive the ball down the field with just uh, a couple of under three minutes. What, three minutes and three seconds left to go in the first half? They got the ball. or the, Yeah, in the first half they got the ball and marched it down the field uh, from starting at their own... I think where that was, I think the 36-yard line is where they started after the kickoff. Able to take that 64 yards for the score. Warriors will kick off here with 18 and a half seconds to go. Josh Quart with two big catches, two excellent throws by Keenan Graham there. That Graham to Wart combination is lethal. And if you don't double cover Josh, you're in trouble. And that time they had double coverage, but both guys were behind Wart. Wart was able to get past both of them. So a poor angle by the help defense there, the safety coming across. Alba kicks this one down the right side. It goes off of a player and out of bounds, I think, at about the 40-yard line. That ball was loose for a moment, but squibbed out of bounds before Graham could cover it over there. So it went out of bounds off of a Rainier player, so there won't be any penalty on it for the Warriors. And there will be 15.8 seconds remaining here in the first half. And I would assume 
that they will probably take one play and then uh, see what they can get on that. And if they don't get a big play, I'm guessing that Rainier will just go in to halftime here. Now, they're not spreading it out, so this might just be a knee here. Warriors still on the sideline, haven't brought their defense out yet. They need to hustle up. And they blow the whistle. Warriors are not set defensively. They need to hurry and get into position. And Joel takes a timeout because his defense wasn't out there and wasn't ready. And he's probably not going to be very happy with the official about how quickly they spotted that ball. But the Warriors' defense on the sideline too long. The Warriors burn a timeout prior to the snap here to make sure they've got their defense out there and ready. So a little miscommunication between uh, Coach Trombley over there working with the defense and the officials in terms of how much time should have been allotted for the Warriors to be able to be on the sideline after that kickoff. Warriors used more of it than the officials were going to give them. 8.03 is our time on the clock, 15.8 on the game clock. This is first half. The first quarter moved very quickly. Second quarter really slowed down. And uh, uh, a lot more passing and scoring here in the second quarter. So after the timeout, we'll get the uh, possibly the final play of the half, but maybe not. We'll see what Rainier decides to run. The ball is at their own 40-yard line. And it looks like they're kind of in a heavy formation here, the diesel formation. They'll probably just run it and see what they get out of it. It turns into a big play, then they'll run another play, take a timeout if they need to. There's the snap. I believe it's Caton. Caton working his way back across the field, brought down. See who that was on the tackle after a gain of about five. Looks like Keenan Graham in on that tackle. Nice job by Keenan to crash down, make the play, and that'll be the end of the first half. 16-14 Warriors as we go to the half here. An outstanding matchup between two heavyweights in the 3A classification. We're going to take a break for a little while, come back and get you set up for the second half. There's 15 minutes on the clock. There'll be 18 total before we start the second half because they give it a three-minute warm-up when we come back. This is Amity Warrior Football. Enjoy some music for a while. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Halftime here from Amity High School where the Warriors lead the Rainier Columbians by a score of 16-14 to 14 as we head toward the third quarter here. Uh, really interesting first half um, from a flow viewpoint. Um, Warriors received the first kickoff, fumbled it promptly on the kickoff return. Rainier recovered it with a short field inside the Warriors' 40-yard line. The Warriors forced them to a four and out, took over, marched 75 yards, and uh, scored a touchdown on the first drive of the game for them. Uh, <coughs> ensuing kickoff, um, Warriors were able to stop Rainier uh, on another four and out, and actually Rainier had negative yardage in the first quarter. The Warriors then um, could not get anything going offensively until the last drive of the second quarter, and they were able to take the ball from their own 33, 67 yards and a couple of pass plays, the last one being to Josh Wart uh, for the touchdown from about 25 yards out, <clears throat> and the Warriors uh, took the lead 16-14 on that. Uh, touchdown and two-point conversion by Cody Dyke. The In between those two drives, the Warriors really did absolutely nothing offensively, uh, and uh, luckily for them, uh, 
Rainier not able to capitalize on some really good field position that they had. Warriors will be kicking off to start the third quarter. It's coming down very steady out there. It's breezy. It is a, a blustery cold night with temperatures down around 50 degrees. And the players that have been in the game are soaked. The ones on the sideline are soaked too and colder probably. Warriors going right to left here in the third quarter. Alba set to kick off, waiting for the clock to wind down and get set. We've got about 15 seconds before they can set the clock again. They have to let those full three minutes of warm-up time run off. The problem is everybody was warmed up with about a, two minutes to go and then has been standing around for the last two minutes trying to stay warm because their warm-ups were complete. First muddy game we've had this year, and sidelines are, are uh, muddy where the teams have been standing. The field's holding up pretty well so far. There's a squib kick to about the 40 and fallen on at about the 41-yard line by the Colombians. So the Warriors will come out on defense here in the third quarter. They did a pretty good job of stopping most aspects of the Colombians, but a couple of pass plays uh, were able to sneak past the hands of the defenders on the Warriors and end up as big plays, one of them a touchdown. The other one kind of set that touchdown up as a pass inside the 10-yard line. So the Colombians come out in their heavy formation. Weren't able to do too much with that in the first. Well, it's not a heavy formation. It's a wing T formation. Take it back. Come out in the wing T. It's a snap. They toss it, and he's brought down, wrapped up, taken down. Cody Dyke in the backfield. The first guy on the spot, I think, was... Uh, Maybe Philip West in on that, and they wrap up the quarterback, take him down, or the running back, take him down. I think it was Caden. Take him down for a big loss on the play, about seven yards. Excellent penetration there by West and Dyke. They were in that backfield, just slicing through that offensive line. Now they go heavy formation on second and 17. Ball on the 33-yard line of Rainier. Caden at the quarterback position, takes a snap, going to his left. He's got a little room to run out there, gets to the corner. He's taken down at about the 40, 41-yard line out back close to the original line of scrimmage. It'll be third and probably nine or ten here after they spot the ball. So third and long coming up. Caden out, and I think trip back into the game, I believe. See who's at the quarterback position here. They're in that heavy diesel formation here. I can't see who the quarterback is. Actually, I think it's Howell at the quarterback position. And we've got a, should be a false start. Illegal shift as the running back next to him, uh, number 40, that's Kyle Souther, uh, who's actually a wide receiver linebacker. He's back there to block. Um, realized that he wasn't sitting in quite the right spot, decided to take a step forward while everybody was set. So that'll back him up five yards and make it third and 15. Ball back to the 35-yard line now. Pardon my sniffles here. It is a, a wet and chilly night here in Amity. Rain coming straight down right now. 50 degrees outside. Everything is soaked. Heavy formation again. Running back coming to the right. He's wrapped up, brought down by Keenan Graham. That's going to be no gain, if any, maybe a little bit, half a yard on that play. It's going to be fourth and almost 15. And so Tripp 
and Caden and Smith come in from the sideline. I'm sure this will be a punt. Great defensive play there by Keenan Graham coming in from that cornerback position, just sliced in there and wrapped up, made the play. So punt formation, they go to kind of a five wide out formation so they can run from this, but this will be a kick. And Tripp gets it off. It hits it about the 40. Takes a nice roll for the Columbians inside the 30 down to the 26-yard line. And that's where the Warriors will start here with their first drive of the second half. So good start for the Warriors defensively as they make a couple of really nice plays against the run. Holding uh, the Rainiers to negative five yards there on their first drive. That's kind of the way the first half went, or the first quarter went for the Rainier Columbians, not able to get things going until the second quarter. <clears throat> Warriors got to feel good, though. They played a really sloppy first half, had two good drives, and everything else was uh, four, four bad possessions. And they came out with a two-point lead. Wing T formation, going to give it to Dyke going right. He's got a little bit of room out there. Good block by, uh, I think that was... Josh Ward on the block out there on that right side. Dyke's going to pick up about eight or nine yards on the play. It'll be second and short coming up for the Warriors. Ball close to the 35-yard um, line maybe. Almost at the 35. Weigert brings in the play from the sideline. It is a cold, wet night here in Amity. Uh, taking care of the football. Number one priority when it's like this. Warriors have had a couple of balls squirt loose, leading to some turnovers. Wing T formation again. Weigert split out left. Graham gives it to Brown right up the middle, and Brown plows across the 40 for a easily a first down plus another five. Ball out to about the 48-yard line. First and 10 Warriors right there. Excuse me, 43-yard line. We'll get the uh, main white line corrected there. I was looking at it thinking it was the 50. It's the 45. Warriors back up to the line quickly. Another long drive here. Be pretty demoralizing for Rainier. Wing T going to give it again. This is Dyke going right. Turns up field at about the 45. Gets across it to the 46. I think. No, they're going to mark it back at the 45. Gain of a couple. Second and seven now. This is one of those nights you're glad to be undercover broadcasting the game and not on the sideline or down on the track watching it. Covered stands about half full on the Warrior sideline. A few Rainier fans over here on this sideline. Warriors going right to left in front of us, moving towards the east. They bring Niceth in motion. Toss to Brown. Brown cuts it back up. Gets back to the line of scrimmage and a yard. Good sportsmanship there by the Columbians. Number 19. I don't know who that is. Oh, maybe it's 16. He's not in here either. So whoever that is, maybe it's 18. We'll go with that. Dominic Cameron with some good sportsmanship there. His jersey's kind of scrunched up there. It's hard to see the number. If I had a spotter, you know, somebody telling me what number, then, yeah. I thought, I thought Kimmy was going to do that, but so far I haven't heard her say a thing. Warriors on third, about uh, six, almost seven yards. Give it to Dyke, going right, turns it up. He's across the 50, still got room to run. He's got close to the first down. 
It's going to be really close. He might have gotten it. They're going to move the chains. He got to the 47-yard line of the Rainier Columbians, and that'll be a first down. Best run of the night for Cody Dyke. The one thing I have noticed is that the footing's been pretty good out there all night. Not a lot of people slipping around when they try to make cuts, and so part of that a tribute to Logan Umbarger and Steve Park doing a great job with the field here, um, and also that this is our first really rainy day where we've played on it, so the field's not all torn up. Weigert split out to the left. First and 10 Warriors. Ended up marking that at about the 45. Graham on the quarterback keep. Keep the defense honest there. He picks up about a yard and a half. Second down. Excuse me. About a yard and a half on that. Second and long. Warriors into Columbian territory at about the 48-yard line. Quarterback keep here and there. Just holds that defense accountable to number 12. They have to make sure that he doesn't have the ball before they commit to a running back. Graham gives it to Niceth, trying to get left. Runs into his own blocker and is brought down. Howell got a hold of a foot there. Niceth picks up a couple yards. It'll be third and long for the Warriors. Third and six for the Warriors. Amity looking to add to their 16-14 lead here. 5.47 and counting in the third quarter. Warriors long in the huddle this time. They break it, hustle up to the line. Graham under center in the wing tee formation. Hatch split out wide right. Graham's going to keep it coming left, turns it up, squirts through, falls forward, might have it, does have it. First down, Warriors. What a great carry by Keenan Graham. Had the running backs out there as a lead blocker. Great job of following those blockers as Graham gets across the 35 to the 34-yard line. First and 10 Warriors. And the rain continues to fall steadily out there. It is a chilly, very, very wet night here in Western Oregon. Graham up under center. Wing T formation, wide receiver on each side. Black to the left. George Hatch to the right. Graham, quarterback keep, falls forward for a yard. Interesting play call there. I'm not sure what happened. That one looked designed but didn't look very effective. Picks up a yard, second and nine. They must be seeing something from uh, the sideline that makes them think that Keenan running the ball is a good, uh, good play call right now. This time Graham going to hustle over to the sideline and talk to directly to Coach McGill over there, and he and Weigert come in together from the side. <clears throat> but Graham will bring the play in directly himself. 4.20, the clock running here in the third quarter. Warriors putting a nice long drive together right now. Second and long as they hustle up to the line. They're almost out of time. Graham hustles and just gets it off. Hands it to Dyke. Dyke going right. A little bit of room. Gets outside to the 25, to the 20, 15. Plowing through tackles down close to the 10-yard line as Dyke powers ahead through the arms of three or four white jerseys there. Caton in on the tackle as well as trying to see who the other guy back there with him was. Might have been Cameron. The Warriors get a first down, and it will be 
first and 10 from the 11-yard line, so just outside the first and goal range. What a great run. Dykes had two of those now in this half. It's two best runs of the game coming on this drive, both of them on that power right play there. Warriors line up again, wing T with two wide receivers, Black to the left, Weigert to the right. Graham hands to Dyke again. They're going to test that right side. Dyke going to get some positive yards out of it. It'll be second and probably six or seven. Might have got three yards there. Ball spotted at the seven-yard line. That's a gain of four, but I don't think. Now they're going to put it back at the eight. So a gain of three, second and eight. Warriors break the huddle up to the line of scrimmage. Weigert split out left. George Hatch to the right. Wing T formation. Warriors have found some things they like on this drive. Bring Nyseth in motion from the right. Graham going to keep it. Turns it back. Hit from behind. Falls forward for positive yards. It'll be a gain of about one, maybe a yard and a half. And we got lots of whistles blowing as somebody lost a helmet in there. I think that's Easton Crape. He's going to have to come out of the game. Helmet came off during the play. you got to come out one play. So into the game comes Brett Beeston instead, junior defensive lineman with a very clean white jersey on. Crate putting his helmet back on the sideline, but walking away from kind of where the plays are. He should be headed back into the game right after this. Third and six coming up for the Warriors. Line up in the wing tee formation again. Brown behind Graham. Dyke to the left. We're going to give to on the counter to Dyke. He turns it back up behind the right guard, and it's going to be fourth and about three yards maybe to go. Dyke the ball fourth and three, fourth and four, something like that. Reg says fourth and five. I don't know. It might be. Can't see. We don't have a very good angle here. We're not up high enough to be able to see the yard markers as they cross the field down there. So the Warriors with a fourth and five from about the five-and-a-half-yard line. <clears throat> Could get a first down without scoring, but not likely. Weigert splits out to the left. George Hatch to the right. Power eye formation. Graham with under center, and we're going to have a timeout taken. Nope. Yeah, timeout taken by the Warriors. So I thought it might be the end of the quarter, but we've got a minute 35 left to go in the quarter. As the Warriors take a timeout, we'll be right back with more Warrior football on KLYC. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Warriors line it back up, fourth and five from the five-and-a-half-yard line. Warriors looking to punch this one in in their first drive of the third quarter. Graham drops, hit, throws, complete. Is he in? He's in! That is Cody Dyke on the reception. Graham hit as he released the ball, able to drop it in low, and Dyke going down to the ground to pull it in just across the goal line, and the Warriors go up a score, 22-14, with a minute 28 left to go in the third quarter. Great play call and pretty good execution. Uh, not quite as smooth as the Warriors probably would have hoped for there on that execution, but Graham managing to buy just enough time before he got hit to release that ball as he kind of rolled backwards to his left. Graham with a toss to Dyke. Dyke going right, turns it up, and he's in. Two-point conversions, good. Warriors 24, Rainier 14. This is Amity Warrior Football. We'll be right back. 
Warrior fans, wherever you're tuning in tonight, we appreciate you joining us here on this Friday night late in October, the 18th of October. <clears throat> Hard, rainy, cold, breezy night here in Amity. No wind right now, just a slight, slight breeze. Was breezy earlier, enough to blow over a uh, one of those portable pop-up tents here. Minute 28 to go. Warriors set to kick off. Alba drives it just down the right side. Picked up there at about the 40-yard line, 37-yard line, somewhere in there. And the Warriors tackle the ball carrier immediately. And that's where Rainier will start from, about the 47-yard line, their own 47-yard line. Warriors defense did a great job on the first uh, Rainier drive here of this half. In the first quarter of the game, the Warriors held them to negative four yards on two drives. This half, they've held them to uh, just five yards on their first drive. Now, the second quarter was a different story where they moved the ball with impunity out there. Power formation, Warriors shift on defense. They bring everybody in. Running back picks up a couple of yards. I can't see who that is. I'll have to wait till he comes back up, see what number that is. It's one of three guys. That one is Caton. Their jerseys are white with gray numbers, and as they get dirty, the numbers just kind of blend in with the grass and mud stains on them. Caton comes out, and Tripp comes in. Second and seven. Gain a three for Caton on that first carry of this drive. Ball at the 44-yard line of Rainier. Diesel formation, that power running formation with three blockers in the backfield. Direct snap in the shotgun. Warriors shift. There's the snap. Trip. Trapped up and dropped. Who's in on that? Russell Brown with the tackle. He got a hold of Trip and dropped him. Might have been a loss of a yard, maybe back to the line of scrimmage. We'll say he got no gain on it. Third and seven. Warriors with an outstanding defensive play that time on account of Russell Brown just getting past his blocker into the backfield and meeting Trip right in the hole. <clears throat> Power formation again. I think it's Howell this time. There's the snap coming to the right. Slips, turns up. He's got a little bit of running room. He's got the first down. He slipped in there as he tried to make his cut, but got his footing back. Russell Brown on the tackle, a gain of about eight on the play. First. So the Warriors will go into the beginning of the fourth quarter with a 24-14 lead as we reach the end of the third. It'll be a first down and 10 to go when we come back for the Rainier Columbians. This is Amity Warrior Football on KLYC McMinnville. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Start of the fourth quarter. Warriors on defense here, first and 10, as Rainier converted a third and eight there, or third and seven with an eight-yard run. Back in that power formation, I think it's Caton is the quarterback. We'll be running the ball, three, three blockers in the backfield with him. Warriors shift up front. Caton trying to get right, slithers through a little bit of a hole, kind of a crease there, and picks up about four yards. It will be second and six after that carry. They don't run this as well as they ran it last year. That's part offensive line. That's part no Joey Tripp back there. Joey Tripp was a, a different kind of runner than anything that uh, either one of these teams have now. 
Second and six. Back to that power formation. I believe this time it's Tripp back there, Kenny Tripp. Tripp takes a snap, trying to come left. He's got a hole, cuts it back up inside. He's going to have the first down. George Hatch, last line of the fence, wraps him up and drops him close to the 30-yard line. A good run there by Tripp. First and 10, Columbians. Ball's going to be spotted at the 29-yard line, it looks like. First and 10, Rainier. Warriors defense looking a little tired all of a sudden. Not getting into that backfield and disrupting this heavy formation. Warriors in a 3-3 stack here. They shift it. It's going to be Howell. He's wrapped up and brought down. Phillip West shot the gap. Got into the backfield. Wrapped up Howell for a loss of a yard. Maybe a yard and a half. It'll be second and 11. Reg fired up about that on the PA system there. This time it'll be Caton in the backfield. Spelled K-A-T-O-N. He calls out the signals. Warriors shift. A couple of them shift. Not all of them this time. Caton rolling right. He's going to be wrapped up. Philip West again in the backfield with the tackle. Back-to-back -back tackles for a loss by Philip West, the junior defensive lineman as he is beating his man cleanly at the line of scrimmage. So I don't know what they're doing differently all of a sudden to get Phillip free there, what he's doing differently, but that is back-to-back -back times he's knifed through from that nose tackle position. So they've got West and Brown. We'll see who else they have down here. Like Dylan Smith at nose tackle. So West coming in from that was coming in from the left side, I think, on both or on the right side on both of those. Now they go spread formation on third and long. Quarterback keep. Oh, breaks a tackle, breaks another one, and then Philip West from behind drags him down. It's going to be a nice gain for uh, for Kenny Tripp. Try to see where they end up spotting this. It's going to bring up fourth and two as he gained about 12 yards on the play. A couple of guys had a shot at him there, just couldn't wrap him up. So see what they go to this time. They're going to spread it out again on fourth and two. Almost three yards to go. Three wide to the right, two to the left. Trip, probably run this. Drops, run into his right. Still run into his right. Throws it, and it's caught. Somebody got behind the backfield. That's either Howell or Creighton. It's going to be to Caton, but there's a flag. We'll see where the flag is. It's in the backfield. It could be on a horse collar tackle or a face mask on the Warriors. I think it's going to be a personal foul on the Warriors. Might be roughing the passer even. I'm pretty sure this is going to be against the Warriors and be a half a distance penalty. It's not looking good. Cody Dyke was pleading his case with the official. I can't see the officials. He makes the call. And it is roughing the passer against the Warriors. So they were, I don't even know where they spotted the ball. I think it was inside the five-yard line. It'll be half the distance from there. First down, they won't decline it. They'll take it. It'll be half the distance to the goal from there. So ball spotted down. On the three, 
first and goal from there. Pretty tough to stop these guys inside the five-yard line here. Triple run left. He's hit, stacked, brought down. Great play there by Russell Brown. As he wraps up Trip and takes him down after maybe a loss of a half a yard. Going to be second and goal. The Rainier cheerleaders in the background here. They've got a nice squad here of about 15 girls. Now they go with a heavy formation. It's Caton in the backfield. Warriors shift up front. 3-3 stack. Caton hit once, bounces off, squirms his way through the line and into the end zone. So they cut into the Warriors' 10-point lead, make it 24-20 as... Uh, David Caton, the senior running back, squirms his way through a little bit of a hole there and got into the end zone. And about three and a half yards out. They'll line up. Heavy formation. Caton's still in there. Waiting for the snap on the two-point conversion. Caton breaks up inside. He's hit and dropped. I think that was heavy D. Dylan Smith getting into the backfield. And making the play back there as he knocked Caton sideways and backwards. And then it was cleaned up by a couple other blue jerseys. So, 7.56 left to go in this one. Warriors up 24-20. This is Amity Warrior Football on KLYC. Welcome back to Amity High School. This is Jeff Clark bringing you the action here from two of the best teams in the state. Lining it up going toe-to-toe here tonight in a slugfest. Warriors lead Rainier 24-20. Rainier ranked fourth in the state. Warriors ranked second. Easton Crape tees it up out there for Rainier after they just scored. Crape hits a low roller down the middle of the field, and it's fallen on there by, let's see who that was. It was uh, Enrique Martinez covering up that one, and the Warriors will start at the 35-yard line of Amity. The first and 10 Warriors in need of a nice long scoring drive here with 7.53 to go. Warriors have two timeouts left. Rainier with three. Wing T formation. Two wide receivers. Give the ball to Brown. Brown breaks one tackle. Carries another tackler with him close to a first down out across the 40 Almost to the 45. I think they're going to mark it just short. Give him nine yards on the carry. Ball at the 44-yard line. Second and one for the Warriors. Great job by Russell. He has ran the ball hard and effectively all night tonight. Really, the Warriors have ran the ball pretty well most of the night. Just a couple of drives where they weren't able to do anything. Clock running, 7-10, remaining in this one. Hatch split out to the right, Black to the left. Wing T formation, Graham gives it to Brown again, and he'll get the first down. So he gets across the 40 to about the 41-yard line. First and 10, Amity. Keeps the clock running. It'll stop while they move the chains with 7:02, and then start running again. So under seven minutes to go now. Warriors will take their time in every huddle here. You'd like to get 
30, 35 seconds off this clock on every snap. Couple more first downs. Get yourself up into scoring position. Put some pressure on this defense to start taking some chances. Wing T formation again. Brown behind Graham. Cannon hands it on the counter to Nyseth around the left side to the 48, 49 yard line. A pickup of about three. It's going to be second down and about seven to go. They'll mark this right at about the 40, I'll see where they spot a 49-yard line, I guess, as they, they hold the ball under a towel out there, so they haven't really spotted it yet, but it'll be just short of the 50. So a gain of about three on the play, second and seven for Amity. Ball just shy of the 50-yard line. Warriors huddle up and use all this clock. Amity with the lead. Hatch in the right slot. They toss. It's Dyke. Dyke hit and dropped right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a half a yard. Good penetration. They're hard to run on that left side with Crape out there. He takes on a couple of blockers, and that frees up uh, opportunity for other guys to come in and make the play from the linebacking and safety positions. Third down and six. They get the ball to the 50-yard line on that play. Key play here for the Warriors. You don't want to be in fourth and long. Only punt attempt tonight by the Warriors was blocked. It ended up being uh, pretty costly for the Warriors in terms of field position. Wing T formation. Going to give it to Nyseth. Cuts it back up. Picks up about two or three yards. So he went left on that one. Warriors have had a lot more success running left than running right. It's going to be fourth and almost four yards to go. Maybe three yards. So now a huge fourth down here. I think the Warriors will go for it. They've shown a a few different things to this defense of Rainier that they'll have to account for. They've shown Keenan on a quarterback keeper for a first down. They've thrown short for a touchdown from five yards out to Cody Dyke. They've thrown deep to Josh Wart, but there's no Wart in the game. He must be a little dinged up. I haven't seen him for a while. And then we've got an encroachment. I think we had a hard count. We've got two flags. Hold on. We've got one in the backfield and one up on the line of scrimmage, and they're going to get together and resolve this and see is it a false start or is it offsides. This is a huge call. If it's offsides, it's a first down for the Warriors. If it's a false start, they're going to back the Warriors up, make it fourth and long. It'll be fourth and nine if this is a false start on the Warriors. Officials are conferring, trying to figure out which came first. And... Offsides, huge call. Coach King furious on the sideline. But the officials got together and determined that the reason there was movement on the offensive line was because of the defensive player into the neutral zone. So that gives the Warriors a first down and will run the clock under four minutes here after the snap as we're at 4.04. First and 10 as that moves the ball to the 42-yard line of uh, Rainier. Warriors huddle it back up, wait for the play to come in from the sideline. 
Coming in now. Rain is let up here. It's just a light drizzle now. No wind. And we're going to have a timeout taken, maybe. I haven't seen the call. Both teams are headed to the sideline, so I'm assuming there's a timeout taken. But he didn't point which way the timeout was taken. The referee conferring it is a timeout taken by the Warriors. So with 3.39 remaining in the game, the Warriors with a four-point lead, 24-20. They have a first down on the 42-yard line of Rainier. They take a timeout to make sure they've got everything squared away out there as they get ready for some critical snaps here on this series of downs. Warriors come out from the sideline. Officials are conferring back at midfield. I'm not sure what they're talking about here. One timeout left for the Warriors. Three for Rainier. Rainier could get uh, Amity to not gain much here. Rainier may take some timeouts on this series of downs right here. If they can get some stops. Give it to Brown. Brown going left. He's hit, racked up, and dropped out there by Crape. They moved Crape over to that right side, and the Warriors ran right at him. Gain of about a yard and a half, second and long for the Warriors. Ball down to the 40-yard line of Rainier. And you broadcast from Rainier, you are behind the stands and uh, probably a good 40 yards from the field. Here we're about 15 yards from the field, but we're not as high. So it's a completely different vantage than watching a game at Rainier from the box. They bring Dyke in motion. They get to Dyke. Dyke fumbled it, put it on the ground. I think he might have got back on top of it. Boy, on first contact, that ball just came flying out of there. Luckily, the Warriors cover it up. It is third. He gained about a half a yard on that. Call it third and eight. Ball at the 39-yard line. And a timeout taken by Rainier. That's what I thought they might do here. It's good clock management by them. They can keep the Warriors from getting the first down. They'll have quite a bit of time left on the clock to try to score a touchdown to win this game. So both teams head to their sidelines, respectively. Next week, Warriors will be at Klatskanai. That's a showdown of the currently the second and seventh ranked teams. Earlier tonight, Klatskanai was battling with Dayton, and I think it wasn't much of a battle. They were up 35-6 in the second quarter. Uh, Yamil Carlton with a 24-0 lead over Corbett at the half. Not sure how those two games have progressed, but would be shocked if uh, YC and Klatskanai weren't both winning pretty handily still. Warriors up to the line of scrimmage. Third and seven from the 39-yard line of Rainier. Wing T formation. Haven't seen Josh Ward here in this second half. Graham going to keep it going left. Hurdles a man. Goes flying forward. going to pick up about three yards, two yards, something like that. It's going to be fourth and short and a timeout taken by Rainier. They're second. One left for them. It'll be fourth and probably five yards to go, something like that when they spot this ball, maybe, maybe six yards to go still. So the quarterback keep that time. Did not work for the Warriors. A part of this is you want to run clock. 
force Rainier to use timeouts. Keep the ball in the field of play. Don't turn it over. Though the Warriors did fumble on this drive, they were able to recover it. So next week plans uh, promises to be an uh, interesting matchup between the Warriors and Klatskanai Tigers. Uh, Klatskanai, a team with a lot of speed, a team that beat this Rainier team 13-8. Uh, to eight. And so Warriors will have their hands full two weeks in a row here, a tough part of the schedule. And I'd like to know what happened with Josh Ward over there. I haven't heard anything. Shoulders bothering him on that touchdown catch, I think, near the end of the second quarter. So he has been out this entire second half. Tough loss for the Warriors. Changes kind of how you can attack. Graham drops. He's going to keep it. Hit, wrapped up, brought down by, looked like uh, Howell on the tackle as he came flying in there unblocked. And on downs, they will turn it over. They will have the ball at about the 37-yard line. And with one timeout remaining for both teams, Rainier will have a chance to try to score a game-winning touchdown here against this Warrior defense. Without Josh Ward out there on either side of the ball, uh, Warriors look a little different. Not as much of a passing threat out there. And uh, defensively, Josh, the fastest guy out there, chasing guys down from behind. They line up in a spread formation with Tripp as the quarterback. He's going to want to run a lot. Warriors come in. They blitz in there, and they take him down in the backfield. Russell Brown coming on the blitz from the middle linebacker position, and he wraps up Tripp, takes him down, and Tripp rolled an ankle or something there. He is slow getting up. He's hobbled, and he is grabbing the back of his knee, ankle. I'm not sure what it is. It looks like an ankle by the way he's walking. Could be a knee, though, on that right leg as Russell Brown just came screaming in from that middle linebacker position, and Tripp had nowhere to go. He was just uh, just getting his feet set from the snap when Brown got there. And we've got a timeout taken by Rainier. they got to figure out whether or not their quarterback can go. And I don't think he can. He's coming out of the game. So that means that either Caton or Howell will go to the quarterback position. Tripp moving very gingerly to the sideline. It's good news that he's able to walk off under his own power. Howell into the game. I think he's going to go to the quarterback position. So good news that Tripp able, as I said, to to have that mobility to get off under his own power, but uh, clearly in no position to be able to go out there and carry a ball. He walks very gingerly to the bench. He's going to sit down. So I don't know if he just took a helmet to the knee or if he got something twisted in there. Heavy formation. Five-yard loss made it second and 15. And we're going to have a false start on Rainier. They blow this dead. I believe it'll be a false start. He's going to confer with his two officials out there. Dead ball, false start. That'll back him up, make it second and 20. So Rainier doesn't pick up a blitz on first down and then has a false start on second down. It'll be second and 20. Ball back at the 26-yard line of Rainier. Warriors need to finish off here strong defensively. No Josh Ward, as I said in the second half, with some sort of shoulder issue. I don't know where he is on the sideline. I don't see him over there. Warriors threatening to blitz. Powell takes it. Graham almost had him. Trying to get outside. It's Caton. And he is taken down out of bounds. 
by Dylan Nyseth with a great run down there. Graham forced him a little farther out and slowed him down a little bit. Graham almost had him, couldn't hang on to him. It was muddy and slick out there. Cody Dyke urging on the fans. It is third and 20 as he got back to the line of scrimmage on that. Clock stopped at 2.15 as he went out of bounds. The only negative on that play. Warriors, 3-3 front, high snap. There's the throw by Tripp, hits Powell. He's brought down, short of the first down and inbounds. So it'll be fourth and short coming up. Hatch makes the tackle over there. As you can hear from Reg, very excited about this fourth down. It's going to be fourth and five from the 41-yard line. They try to go hurry up here, 145 and counting. Trip back in the game, takes the snap, rolls, hit, gets away from one, wrapped up, drop. That's going to be it, folks. The Warriors take him down. There were three or four blue jerseys back there as Tripp scrambled for his life and couldn't get away, and the Warriors sack him for a one-yard loss. First down, Warriors, as they take over on downs. No timeouts left for Rainier. The Warriors can kneel this one out, folks, and walk away with a win over the number four Rainier Columbians, 24-20. A minute 37 left to go. You can get in the victory formation now, folks, and kneel it out. Outstanding defensive effort by the Warriors here, having to make that last stand, and they did it by blitzing in there and disrupting all the timing of Rainier. Triple Warrior came back in. Trying to make something happen. Completed a pass, but it was short of the first down. And then trying to run for one. Graham takes a knee. That'll run it down under a minute. Huge win for this second-ranked Warrior squad. And having to do it in the second half without their most dynamic offensive player, Josh Wart, out with a shoulder injury. Hopefully nothing serious. They'll need him next week against Klatskanai. Warriors let the clock run down. They'll take a couple more snaps and call it a night, folks. What a huge win for the team in blue. Rainier sideline all quiet now as they know it's all done. Warriors wait for the official to tell him how much time's on the clock here. When he raises his hand, there'll be five seconds. The Warriors will then come under center, take the snap. They'll have to do it one more time. What a win for the Warriors tonight. Just a really gutty effort here on a wet field, a muddy night against a team with some dynamic playmakers uh, on both sides of the ball. And the Warriors matched them. Big play for big play in this game. None bigger than that drive at the end of the second quarter where the Warriors scored with 18 seconds left to go on a touchdown pass from Graham to Josh Wart. But that was what ended Wart's night, too, as he landed awkwardly on that shoulder. Hopefully it's a minor injury. And Josh will be back soon. But a big win for the Warriors as they make a statement against the number four team, 24-20, on their home field. This was a 16-14 uh, game at halftime. Both teams scoring once in the second half. The Warriors getting their two-point conversion, rainy or not. The teams head out on the 50-yard line to congratulate each other. Good sportsmanship all night out there. Uh, at least, you know, from what we can tell here on the sideline. Guys battled. They played hard. They helped each other up. Uh, and uh, they kept battling all night long. So 
Uh, appreciate you all joining us tonight. It was an outstanding game, a lot of fun to watch here in Amity, and a great win for the Warriors tonight. So have a good night, everybody, wherever you are. Go Warriors!